there. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you are with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in 1 Kings chapter 10, and the Queen of Sheba, now we know that area is Ethiopia today, it's in northern Africa, has come to visit Solomon. Why? Because Solomon's renown has become global, uh, you know, global in their context, at least multi-regionals, regions and regions that connect to regions and that kind of thing. His influence has been massive because of God's blessing in his life. Now, the last verse we see in, from last episode, let me read it to you to get the context. So the Queen of Sheba comes, queen of a thriving, growing country, right? This is who this is. Not easily impressed, but check this out. So she comes and says, now when the Queen of Sheba had seen all of, all the wisdom of Solomon, in other words, she came to Solomon asking him a bunch of questions, trying to trip him up, had all these inquiries that she'd wondered about and pondered about for years. She brought all of these issues to Solomon, and the Bible says that there was nothing hidden from Solomon. In other words, Solomon had insight on every question and situation that she brought. I mean, he was sort of knew everything. <laughs> I mean, really did. And so it says this. So now when the Queen of Sheba had seen all the wisdom of Solomon, the house he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, and the attendance of his servants, their clothing, his cupbearers, and his burnt offerings that he offered to the house of the Lord, there was no more breath in her. So just prior to what we're going to look at today, we see that the Queen of Sheba's breath was taken away by Solomon's greatness. Now, she goes on and says this in verse 6. Check this out. Now she said to the king, the report was true that I heard in my own land of your words and your wisdom. But listen to this now. She said, but I did not believe the reports until I came and, and with my own eyes see it. Now this is amazing. She's saying, I heard all this stuff, but I didn't believe it. So I had to come see for myself. And now that I've seen it, it is absolutely true. Now, let me ask you a question. As you read and study this stuff, as you listen to the podcast, as you read the Bible or do your own in your study group or your church or whatever it is, do you ever ask God to make you that kind of person? Now, I don't mean wealthy like Solomon necessarily, but the influence of Solomon. Have you ever asked the Lord, as you've studied this, Lord, you did this to Solomon and he had this global impact, if you will, for the kingdom. I want to have that. Help do in me what you did in him so more people will come to know you. Have you ever personalized it, or is it just an academic process for you? Is it just a time of memorizing some facts, looking at some historical trends and tendencies and truths, and trying to fit it all together on what it meant back then? Have you ever crossed the bridge of relevance, is what the navigators called it, the bridge of relevance into today and said, Lord, Solomon made a difference in his lifetime. Prepare me to do the same. Create in me the same spirit, the same heart, the same passion, the same drive. Dump in me what I need. Do in me what you need to do so I have that kind of impact on the people around me. Listen, if you start praying that, man, things are going to start to change around you for sure. So let's look on and see what he says. But then again, she said, I did not, I did not believe this like him and saw it with my own eyes. Your wisdom, listen, he said, and behold, the half was not told to me. Your wisdom and, pro and prosperity surpasses the report that I heard. You're greater than even the stories about you. Happy are, happy are your men. Happy are your servants who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom. In other words, say the people that serve you, the people that work for you think you're the greatest boss that ever lived. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Now, some of you are bosses. Yeah, you may be watching right now. You're a you're a, you're a business owner. Maybe you're a big landowner. Uh, maybe you uh, own a lot of things. You have uh, authority over a lot of people. Do they say that about you? 
I mean, do they say, man, I am thrilled because I get to work for you. You're saying, yeah, Terry, but my business is hard and you don't know it's difficult here and you don't know what I have to deal with over there. I, you know, I, I don't, but Solomon ran a kingdom with millions of people and he was the king. He was, the buck did stop with him. There wasn't a house, a senate, or judiciary. He was it. And yet he lived in such a way and had such wisdom that the people around him were blessed and they showed it on their faces just to be around him. That can be you. God can do that in you. God can put that in you. God can stir that up in you. Sure he can. Then the Bible goes on and says this, now blessed be the Lord your God who has delighted in you and set you on the throne of Israel because the Lord loved Israel forever. He has made you king that you may execute justice and righteousness. The queen of Sheba said, let me tell you something. I know a little bit about judgment because I'm a queen and I have that authority. You execute justice and righteousness. You do it well. You do it flawlessly because God is with you. Then she gave the king a hundred talents of gold and a very great quantity of spices and precious, stone, precious stones that he had gotten gold before, but listen to this. Never again came such an abundance of spices as these that the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. Now, why is that emphasized? They were all foodies back then. <laughs> I mean, they were. They were foodies. Got to think about it. They didn't have a lot of recreation. They had some, but they loved food. And the way food changes its taste is through spices. And spices were rare. They were regionally grown. They didn't have hot houses and they didn't do a lot. They tried some of that and some of it, not hot houses, but they did try to transplant some herbs and spices. But you got to remember the world was still being discovered in that area to some level. And so when the Queen of Sheba brought new and fresh spices, it changed their diet for a little while. Man, it, it upped the food quality for a little while. And this was a big thing. And that's why it's emphasized. The Queen of Sheba added to Solomon's quality of life. Let me ask you a question. Is there a man of God around you? Think about it. Are you adding to the quality of his life? Are you doing some things? Is he a Solomon type? Does he have wisdom? Is he godly? Not perfect. No one's perfect. Is he godly? Is he moving ahead? Is he trying to advance the kingdom? Are you adding to that person's life? If you are, man, you're going to be blessed and you're going to find unbelievable favor. That means grace for every step of your journey. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for today and thank you for your word. Lord, help us to be people who are committed to your kingdom more than our comfort. Lord, help us to be people who want to live according to your ways your words, your precepts, your laws, your principles. And we want to do it, Lord, not so we gain, but so, Father, your kingdom advances. Do in us what needs to be done so we become great advancers of the gospel. Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, God's blessing on you. Love you. And we'll talk with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.